everyone. Welcome back to the How to Podcast series. I have yet another podcaster on my screen in front of me, and we're talking podcasting and all things to help you with your podcast. It's great to have my guest on today. Um, Andrew's here. He's from Indiana, and he's going to help you if you're like me and you're over 50 and you need help with your fitness. He's here for you. Uh, Andrew, welcome to the podcast. Nice to have you here. Thanks. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I mean, we can take this in several different directions, whether it be fitness, whether it be podcasting, however you want to do it. So, you know, I've I've been doing this for a long time and I'm comfortable behind the microphone. So I'm 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 happy to talk about anything at this point. So we can go that route. It feels like we're at the circus and there's no net below us. We're going to go from trapeze to trapeze in our conversation and hope we don't fall to the floor. We won't. But we're going to go to It's Life Without a Net, and I love that in podcasting. Okay. So here we go. Uh, tell us about your podcast. Tell us all about your show, the name of your podcast. Uh, and tell us everything. I need to know it all. Okay. I have a, uh, two different podcasts. The main one is my Top Fitness Strategies uh, podcast. That is more uh, lean, lean toward the folks over 50 years old who want to look better, feel better, gain some confidence. And the podcast is more of a video podcast style. At least that's how it was started from the beginning and me just in front of a camera, giving my insights in the, the how to's um, I'm not going to be real technical with it as I like to keep things very broad and basic. I look down, as I say, from like a 10,000 foot scope, looking down and just keeping things basic. Cause we're all busy folks, especially the folks over 50 years old. And we don't want to get bogged down with all the details about everything. Tell me what the, the, what, what I need to, to work on, how I need to do it and how often I should do it, and we're good to go. So that's basically how I focus on everything. And um, uh, if you're looking for somebody who's out there showing you how to do a, a, a curl or a bench press, I'm probably not the guy. Also, if you're looking to show off your body on stage somewhere, I'm probably not the guy to follow because that's not how I train. It's not how I teach. And my podcast isn't designed to do it that way. My podcast is more of a, all right, let me tell you, what I believe and how I approach health and fitness. And you say, Hey, either I like it or I don't, or that makes sense or it doesn't, or, you know, this, this guy is kind of intriguing. I want to get more details about how he's doing it. I also interview folks. So it's not just me doing the podcast the video podcast. It's me interviewing folks from around the world on the health and fitness realm as well. Most of the time it's over 50 years old or older. A lot of times I have the quote unquote, the younger folks as well. And and the older we get, the more the younger folks there are. It's, 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 so that's, that's always fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. How long have you been podcasting then? I, this is the funny story. I was actually doing podcasts before they were actually called podcasts. At least as far as I knew, they were, they were pod, called podcasts. I would uh, have a, a profile. I actually used um, freeconferencecall.com way back in the day, and people would call into it. And I would get a recording of the MP3, and then I would post it on my website at the time. And this is before even YouTube. Well, before I had YouTube. So this was back in 2006, 2007 when I started doing it. And it wasn't always about fitness. It was about all kinds of different things. I didn't even have a microphone. My my microphone was basically, as most people's were at the time, the, the microphone in your laptop. So it wasn't actually a true microphone to use. And it was a real crude recording. And as everyone was doing it back there, and I did, I think it was like 97 or 98 recordings doing it that way before I finally 
got a decent microphone and started working on stuff that way. So it was, <laughs> it was podcasting before podcasting was cool, I guess. Wow. And then a little bit, I also get, got a camera and I started doing stuff online. That's why I started the YouTube. So right now I have like 450 YouTube videos out there, but a lot more because I scrubbed a lot of them because it was just me being silly and, and weird and the sound quality was horrible. So I didn't yeah. keep it on there. I look back now, I'm like, I should have kept them for all the bloopers I could have done. That would have been fun. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, okay, for someone with so much experience in podcasting, what are you excited about in podcasting today that's catching your eye? Because there's so much change happening in podcasting and many new people coming to podcasting. What are you excited about as we look forward into the future? I'm excited that more and more people are are understanding that there that podcasting, even though at its basic form, it's somebody talking into a microphone. That's basically what it is. But I like the fact that people that I'm engaging with are more um, interested in quality versus quant versus quantity. So, for instance, um, when I talk to people who say they want to start a podcast or a video podcast or what have you. They say, well, what kind of camera should I get? And I back off a second. I said, wait a second. When you're talking podcasting, whether it's audio only or video in audio podcasting, the 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 main feature or the main thing you have to look at or hear, I guess, is the sound quality. The video quality is second behind sound quality. Because people, when they, even a video podcast, people usually don't sit in front of their computer screen and watch somebody talk. They will take it on uh, with them when they go, whether they're, maybe they're out mowing the grass or going for a walk or at the gym. Whether it's a video or audio podcast, they listen to it. So the 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 quality of the, the camera, although you want it to be good, of course, isn't nearly as important as the is the quality of the of, of the sound. And by that, I don't mean you have to have a five hundred dollar microphone, but you have to have in my opinion, something more than just your computer audio or, I mean, excuse me, your computer microphone or your, your, your phone microphone. You need something a little more than that. And so my, I'm, I'm excited about people finally getting to the point they're understanding that. And as, as you do, uh, because you talk to people all the time, you've heard, and this is not putting anybody down because they don't know the difference, but you've heard people with horrible sounding audio I was like that when I was doing my shows at the beginning. Absolutely horrible sounding audio. And you don't want that because that's the quickest way to get somebody to turn off of your podcast. Right. I used to, and this is a funny story, when Twitch came a couple of years ago, and most people know what Twitch is nowadays. It's a, it's a streaming platform. It was originally for gamers, but a lot of people now are actually doing um, shows on Twitch. I've seen radio shows broadcast on Twitch, um, like the radio, like over the air like you're trying to call stereo type radios, but they also do a live stream with their Twitch. So when I first got into quality microphones, I also do some voiceover work. What I started doing going to Twitch and I wasn't really paying attention to the content people were doing. I wanted to see what kind of microphones they were doing. So I would stay up uh, on Friday and Saturday night till two or three in the morning, going from show to show, listening about 30 seconds of the show, see if I could pick up what kind of microphone they were using. It was a silly thing to do, but the sound quality was 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 what I was looking for. So, okay, how do they sound in my my headphones? How do they sound without my headphones? It was something silly, but yeah. I was doing it. It was fun to do. 
it's a great way to learn and you get you get instant feedback on what you think works for you and Absolutely. i think the other thing too is i know that there are some really popular microphones and highly highly promoted microphones among podcasters but i think the one thing is you really need to kind of figure out what works best for your voice because we're not all the same in how our voice registers male female lower tones higher tones some microphones seem to work better with some voices and some microphones maybe not so much so you need to find what works for you and you know within your budget as well absolutely and i tell people all the time because the microphone i use now it i got it more not for <laughs> and this is maybe in vain here if, if you're if, and, and i know that you're strictly audio right here but if yeah. if you were to see any of my my videos you would know that the microphone I have, yeah, I, I think it sounds fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with the sound, but I got it more for the uh, uh, aesthetics look because I'm vain and I thought it looked cool <laughs> to have this kind of microphone. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm going to hold this up here for, for the camera for you to see. But my microphone that I start out with, the 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 one that I bought um, through, um, and I don't know if I should mention any brands or not. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah sure. This is a little Behringer microphone. I actually okay. got something called a podcast studio about five, six, seven years ago, whenever it was, that Behringer put out. It came with a little bitty mixer, uh, a microphone, uh, the, the, and the and mixer was a USB mixer. You plug into your computer. The microphone had the XLR cables. You, yeah. Of course, high-quality microphone. I didn't know it was a high-quality microphone at the time because the whole kit was like about 100 bucks. Instantly, my sound quality was was elevated more so than just talking into my 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 laptop. Yeah. And when I started getting into voiceover work, my whole thing was okay, I needed to find a different microphone. As I was talking to other voiceover artists and 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 doing my research, this Behringer microphone, which is uh it's called an XM8500, is an absolutely phenomenal quality microphone, especially for podcasting. Yeah, you need to have a, a windscreen on it, of course, like most, most microphones you need to. But it was very inexpensive. I, I think you can still get them for like 20 or 30 bucks on Amazon. Wow. Or It's amazing. And it's a fantastic quality microphone. If that's all you can afford, get it. Now, you do need the XLR cables to plug in, of course, and go through a mixer. But for, you know, 50 bucks, less, less actually less than 100 bucks, you can have a top quality studio and you sound fantastic now if you don't want all that extra equipment of course you want to find a different kind of microphone but for me if i didn't want to be so vain and have this other microphone on the camera <laughs> still be using it without without a doubt i'd be using it and have i used it for voiceover work yeah i have and it sounds fantastic so don't think especially if you're starting out with with, with podcasting don't think you need to get the, all the fancy dancy equipment because you don't really you don't yeah i've heard of podcasting equipment packages in like thousands of dollars and uh, and a new podcaster listening to somebody say you need to buy this so they buy it and then they talk about a roadcaster and they're like oh i'll buy that and then they talk about this and they have like a whole room full of gear but they haven't even hit record yet and they don't even know what their podcast is going to be about but i've spent thousands of dollars i have all the toys i just don't know what to talk about yeah. and i'm thinking well Maybe we need to come back to the beginning and figure out what the show is going to be about before we go spend a lot of money because you really don't know. Are you going to do interviews? Are they going to be remote, in person? Are you, do you need to be portable and go to events? Like, what is, what is the nature of your show first? 
before you go spend a ton of money on a gear that you may or may not need. All right. Absolutely. And, and, and the thing I learned from podcasting and also voiceover work, that there's very few people out there, and, and you know this probably more than I do, very few people that can actually tell the difference in the microphones by just listening to them. Very few people. In, unless you're in the business, you can't tell what kind of microphone I have versus what kind of microphone you have and, and what the microphone I was, used before. Now, the top people in the industry, especially in the voiceover industry, yeah, they can tell, but that's also their business. I mean, we're talking people that have thousands upon thousands of dollars for one microphone. And these are also the people that you hear on television commercials that you hear on the, uh, the, uh, the, the, top rated commercials out there for voiceover. So, but the average person listening to the podcasts, they can't tell what kind of microphone you have. So like you said, don't go for if you're, if you're, if you're just starting off and you don't know what direction you want to go, don't get into all the fancy dancy stuff. Bill yourself out what you need, what you feel you need. Get the basics first. Move up from there. Don't start at the top and then and waste all the money because you don't know. If you maybe the basic stuff is all you need, and if it's not, then you start moving up from that. But gee whiz, the last thing you want to do is worry about uh, expenses when it comes to podcasting because it's so inexpensive nowadays. There's plenty of free platforms to do your pop podcasts on. Are they recommended? It all depends on what you want to do. Um, for a lot of people to start off with, absolutely. You can always change what they call hosts later on if need be. And if you keep all your podcasts in a, in a, in a separate drive somewhere and you somehow change hosts, podcasting hosts to go someplace else, you can upload all your content to the new place as well. You're yeah. always going to be in control. If you keep the recording, you're always going to be in control of your podcast. Right? I mean, right. Yeah, Exactly. I don't know if you talked about this in other shows or not, but that's how I feel about it, at least. Yeah, and some of the hosts will let you move your entire library from one host to the other, and you keep all your listeners, you keep all that. They keep connected with you. They don't have to come find you in a new home. They're already still attached to you as a listener. So that's even a bonus as well. So that's a possibility. So it's something else I always talk about with, with – with, I shouldn't say always talk about, but when I, when I talk with people about podcasting, because – the nature of how I do things. And also I have a another podcast, another show I call Popcorn and Whiskey, which I basically just sit in front of the microphone and the, and the camera because it's a live stream and yeah. talk about whatever I want to talk about, usually with a glass of adult spirits in my hand and some microwave popcorn. That's why I call it Popcorn and Whiskey. But uh, <laughs> when, when I see people that I know and they ask me about that, they say, well, how do you stay sane doing it? You're just looking at yourself and talking. I said, well, I'm in a position where, and this is not good for acoustics, where I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine windows around me in a little bitty uh, 12 by 15 room. This is basically my back porch all enclosed. It's an enclosed back porch. Acoustic-wise, it's not good for podcasting. But to keep my sanity, I have all these windows, and and I'm overlooking. Uh, I live on a, a, a in the middle of nowhere, so I'm overlooking trees and lake and the, the pond and and sometimes cornfields and stuff like that. So I am not looking at a, a, a wall straight in front of me. Right. So to me, that really helps with the atmosphere around you, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you sound great as well. So I can tell you're a voiceover actor just by when you start talking. I'm like, oh, this is somebody who knows what they're doing. Uh-huh. Uh, what is there a connection between the podcast and voiceover acting? Is Did that kind of fall into place because of one or the other? 
Yeah, I did. Um, I was being uh, being interviewed, something like the, not something like we're doing here, but for for fitness purposes. And as I was talking to somebody, they said, "You know, you have a really good voice. You should do voice acting work." I'm thinking, "Huh? I never had that said to me before." So I started looking into it, and I said, "You know what? I could possibly do this." So I took a couple of online classes, got in a couple of groups, and started talking to the people. And I made my own little voiceover booth, and, and in the industry, in some circles, it's called a hobo fort. And basically, it's a bunch of PVC <laughs> uh, put together. It's like a, a four foot by five foot room, and I put the uh, uh, what's it called packing blankets. You know, when you when you move yeah, like in the yeah. And I, I put that in and I made a little room. It's not soundproof, but it's sound deadening. If I would walk into that right now, which I don't have it set up to to be on this channel with us right now, you can hear a major difference in, in how everything sounds. It yeah. doesn't bounce off anywhere. And so when somebody says you have the voice for it, I started, okay, I, I can do this. And, and, and I'm just dabbling in it. I am by far not anywhere high class or high experience with the with the voiceover i've done a few here and there just little piddly things it's it's it, it's not enough to make a living for me put it that way but it's enough to make me understand that i can do it and anybody with a voice can do it you don't have to have a specific voice to be a voice actor that's the whole misconception of, of doing that or voiceover artists however the term is going to be same thing with podcasting i don't care what your voice sounds like you're going to find somebody similar to your voice out there with a podcast and somebody similar to your voice is doing some sort of voice acting. So don't let your lack of confidence or overabundance of confidence control whether you do or do not do podcasting or voiceover work because everybody can do it if you're serious about it. And if you um, are willing to learn and, and get a little bit of the right kind of equipment and understand what's going on with acoustics. Okay, so I need you to do some plugging right now. I have people reaching out to me saying, Dave, I need somebody to record an intro and an outro for my podcast. I don't want to go to those sites where you hire a stranger. I'd rather work with somebody that you know. Dave, do you know anybody? And I'm building a list of people just like you who can do this for them. So if somebody wants to reach out to you and hire you and pay you, key point, pay you to do this for them, uh, where would they go to do that? We're going to keep talking. We're not done by any means, but okay. I want to promote you and I want people to connect with you to do that for them. There is uh, a, a misconception in the voiceover world, and it's a, it's almost 50-50. Now, I don't dabble in this part a whole lot, uh, or the, 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 the debate part of it so much, but there are several places to find people who do voiceover work. One of one of them, and I do most of my business comes from this, is on Fiverr. Good. And, and there's a lot of voiceover artists on Fiverr. I personally know people that are making five and six figures a month just by voiceover work wow. via Fiverr. Wow. Okay. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at I'm at the bottom of, 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 of the level there. So I get some work there. Now, if somebody wants to contact me directly and not go through Fiverr, they can do that at, uh, uh, in, in, if you want to edit this out, you can, but it's Andrew. No, no, put it in. Yeah. Leto.com. You can link to it or whatever. Or yep. you can go to topfitnessstrategies.com and find me that way as well. I'm not going to try gouging anybody, of course. It all depends on how many words you have for your intro and what's all going to be part of it. 
because I'm in the podcasting business. I'm in the um, intro and outro business as well. So I, I get it. So I understand what's going on there. Do you want top quality? Um, I can I can be well above average. I'm not going to be the most um, um, uh, the highest ranked out there. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Uh, but if you want somebody quality, have fun with it. That will be more than happy to redo it. And, and based on what you want, I you can even sit in with me during the recording if you want to. We can do it that way. Uh, I have I have no problem doing that. But uh, yeah, doing uh, intros and outros. That's one of my gigs on Fiverr to do intros and outro, outros. Beautiful. So there you go. So I know I've had many people ask me, and I'm I'm on a search to find those people. So what we'll have is we'll link to your website. We'll also link to your Fiverr as well because people want to come find you and pay you through there. I love it. So let's let's celebrate that as well. So we'll have all those links. You'll send those to me. We'll throw them in the show notes as well. But I love that. Yeah. So I don't know what direction you want to go. I love it. No, I just I'm I'm glad that we got to do that. Um, I think the biggest thing going back to your your talk about microphones is just make sure your podcast is listenable. Yes. Right. Just make it listenable. It doesn't have to be like Dolby Atmos sound and in a world. Like you don't have to do any of that stuff. Just make it listenable. So when someone's listening in their car or with their headphones on at the gym and they're working out and the clanging of the machine in the background, we can hear what you're saying. That it's clear enough for that. That's the main thing. So just maybe listen to your podcast in environments where your listeners would be listening. So play your podcast in the car and listen to yourself. Can you hear yourself on the highway when your tires are making noise on the highway as you roll down the road? Can you still hear your show without cranking it all up? Are you turning it up for your the guest when the guest talks and then the host comes on, you have to crank it back down because the host is louder than the guest? Do you expect your listener to do that kind of mixing on the go? They're probably not. They're going to leave your show. So just make it listenable is the main criteria for every podcast episode. I think that's probably one easy thing that we can all work towards. Yep. So there's some people out there, and, 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 and they're good quality shows, that will literally, I just thought about this, you just mentioned it, they're walking around interviewing people with their cell phone. And it's decent quality. It is, but it, but it's also, it's the quality that you know what's going into it. I mean, if, if somebody's walking around talking to people with their phone interviewing and that's, and you enjoy that, you know, there's going to be some lack of quality, uh, lack of audio quality. You already know that going into it. And also if you're doing a podcast, like, like you and I are doing right now, and for instance, if there's a, a, a if, if you're in a, in a high rise, uh, building and all of a sudden you hear sirens below. Well, tell your audience, you know, I sorry about that. I can't help it. I'm in a such and such situation, and a, and a siren just went by. Okay, great. And, and and instead of them trying to figure out, okay, why was that noise there, and did somebody purposely put that in there, or does the host even know he hears it or something? Because right. the last thing you want is somebody to, to take their attention away by wondering what what is going on. Just acknowledge it and move on. Yeah, I was listening. When I listen to podcasts at work, I have one earbud in and one earbud out because my boss likes to talk to me once in a while. So um, I only have one in and I was listening to a podcast and what they did was they panned the guest on one ear 
And then the host was on the other ear. So I only heard half of the conversation because I only had one earbud in. And I couldn't hear what was happening unless you had two earbuds. Then you could bounce back and forth. So little things like that. So if you're not doing your own editing and you're hiring somebody, you want to listen to your episodes before they go out or at least know what's happening to your recordings. And then just put one earbud in. Can you hear the entire conversation or not? And then maybe you need to make some adjustments. Just keep that in mind because there's another little trap that we can fall into is we don't even listen to our own show. We send it out into the world and it's not to our own standards because we never listened and we never checked it out ourselves. So make sure you are a student of your own podcast as well. Absolutely. And there's plenty of programs out there where you can record yourself. I, I, I And to this day, I still use a program called Audacity. Right. Some people don't like it. I think, you know, that's how I learned and that's how I still do it. And there's so much you can do. And it's a free program. I, I'm going to assume that uh, there's a there's a paid version of it somewhere, but I don't know. I've never used a paid version of it. Yeah. But if you don't like that, you can there's there's all kinds of other programs out there where you can do it. And if you're working on a budget, learn to edit yourself. Yeah. And, and editing yourself is a great way to find out what you're doing. Because a lot of people, myself included, I say, um, um, and I and I do this lip smack. Sorry about that, but I, yeah. <laughs> I do it quite a bit. I'm like, oh, okay. And after editing myself, do I still do it? Yeah. Have I cut yeah. back tremendously because I'm getting tired of editing it? It's in your forefront of your mind because you're doing it yourself. Yeah, I was listening to somebody and I, I reached out to them and I'm helping them with their podcast. And the whole time they're recording, they're a little bit nervous and fidgety. They have a clickable pen in their hand and they're sitting here clicking right beside the microphone. Click, 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 click. And I'm like, do you know that that's going to be really hard to remove that from your editing? Like when we edit your podcast, because it's just constant. I said, can you just get like a cheap pen without a clicker on the end top of it? So I have all my pens and I have none on my desk that are clickable. They all just have a plain plastic lid and I can't make a noise because sometimes I reach for it. And I'm not even thinking about it. And it's, it comes right through my mic. So little things a, like that. I have a pen on my desk. I just wave at the camera sometime. Oop, like the top just fell off. It there I you did. go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and something else that uh, talk, talking about, oh, my pen broke. Oh, no wonder. <laughs> I clicked it too much. <laughs> is there something else that uh, that you might want to think about is, and I heard a podcast the other day, and and the, the, the subject is, is, is unimportant. But the lady, first of all, she was very knowledgeable of the subject. Every other word, it was like this. I like this. I like this. You know, it, it's like talking to a valley girl, you know, back in the day, you know, like for sure. Like, like yeah, like, like, like. My gosh. If she would listen back to it, she would hear herself. <laughs> She's got to be able to hear herself because I was getting annoyed. I was very interested in the subject, but I was getting annoyed at the way she was presenting it. It was horrible. <laughs> it's funny. And I listen to other podcasters and they say what their crutch words are, the things they say repeatedly. And I know for me, I say so. Uh, I, I do lots of uhs. I just did one there. But they were saying that their crutch words were this list. But as a listener, I have my own list of what your crutch words are. And they don't acknowledge those, but I hear them all the time. Yep. And it's funny because they, I think they're unaware of the ones that I hear as a listener. I love their show, but I know that they're going to say it. I can almost count like they're going to say it 20 times every episode. It's like a drinking game almost. I just know it's coming. So I know I'm going to get another sip in a second. 
but they think that this is their list. But I, as a listener, know that this is your real list. So I know, and I know people have that for me as well. Just when you edit yourself and do your own podcast editing, it's going to become quite apparent over time kind of where you naturally go to in your in your speech. So just it's another way of of just understanding it. You're not going to be perfect, but just be aware because your audience is very aware of where you're going to go in your and how you talk. So if you and you mentioned this, if you're if you're wanting the perfect podcast, it's non-existent. There is no perfect podcast. Don't think yours is going to be perfect because it won't be. Yeah, just just watching me or listening to mine, you're going to realize that because I'm at the point now where I don't edit unless it's something like, you know, I say a cuss word in the middle of it I shouldn't have. Then I'll edit yeah. that out. Usually I don't edit anything because I like to be authentic. That's just that's just how, how I do it. Yeah. And then if you compare yourself to a show that thanks 20 people at the end for for being part of the team, the copy editor, the editor of the copy or editor, the guy that gets the coffee for the copy editor, the uh, program producer and the technical advice. And the if you compare yourself to that and you're a, you're a po- solo podcaster and you do it all yourself, please stop doing that. Please stop comparing yourself to them. They have salaries, they have budgets, and they have to meet numbers and targets for listenership and money that they earn and sponsorships. Because they have to pay an entire team of 20 to make one episode, and it's thousands of dollars. And here we are recording an episode and doing this on our own. Yep. So don't compare yourself to something that's big and shiny because you're never going to win in that kind of comparison game. Absolutely. And and never, ever, ever say, well, no one wants to listen to that topic. Believe me. There are topics out there that are so obscured and they have a huge following that you'd be surprised what they are. The only topic somebody won't listen to is the one you won't record. It's just, it's just that simple. Now, when it comes to marketing, it's a whole different ballgame. But don't, and I don't know how to phrase this, don't not do it because you feel no one wants to hear it. Because you will have an audience. They just need to find you somehow. No matter what your topic is, you will have an audience. Right. And I've heard people say, well, I've recorded all these episodes and I haven't had any interaction. And I'm like, that's weird. Like, no one's listened to your show? No, not at all. I'm like, that seems odd. You'd think you'd have at least a couple listens. I'm like, where's your host? They're like, what's a host? I'm like, oh, wait a minute. (laughs) I'm like, "Where, where are your recordings? Well, they're on my computer. They're on your computer. So you've recorded the episodes, but you haven't loaded them to the internet? through a host what's a host and i'm like okay we need to we need to back it up a little bit here just exactly. for the understanding they they didn't understand what happens after they finish hitting record they didn't know how it got to the internet and how it got to people's phones they didn't understand that piece but they have all this great content and they were like giving up on their podcast but we've never heard it so there's a little bit of steps that you have to do as well yeah and that now you're getting into the technical aspects of things which <clears throat> excuse me yeah. Sorry about that. The technical aspects of things, and I, I shouldn't say technical, it's more the behind the scenes. Because when you start talking about hosting and platforms and this and that, it can be overwhelming. It is even even to me, and I've been doing it, like I said, I have I have like I said, over 450 uh YouTube videos, which I still don't know how to maneuver through YouTube, believe it or not. And of the podcast, straight podcasts. I have a. I just uploaded a, uh, episode one forty five last night. 
um, on my Top Fitness Strategies podcast, audio podcast only. So when it comes to hosting and all the behind the scenes stuff, I don't know it. You know, I just know I uploaded to uh, a certain, certain the, my, my podcasting host and somehow it gets put out there. I don't want to know all that stuff, but I know it needs to be done. And it has to happen. If someone wants to hear it, you have to put it in a place where they can hear it. Yeah. I just connected my RSS feed. For those who don't know what that is, basically your address to your content. I disconnected mine to YouTube for the first time, which is a very interesting process, by the way. So it's available for me here in Canada. I have seven podcasts, but only two of them are, are I'm allowed to connect to YouTube. The other five are still waiting for approval or something. But I've connected two of my podcasts now to YouTube and they pull in my audio into YouTube now through my RSS feed and they create their own, like just with my artwork and create a, a static post for each episode, non-video, because that's how I recorded them and they're on my hosting site as non-video. So they've pulled them in already and now I have two copies of what I've uploaded in the past and now what YouTube has pulled in through my RSS feed. I now have two episodes of both episodes. Uh, so now I'm going through the process of trying to make this all work because I've given a link to my guest in the past months ago to what I've posted to YouTube, but now there's a new post. So I am trying to navigate through all that. So connecting your YouTube to your RSS feed, that's a whole new thing for me. And it's exciting because I'm now I'm somewhere else, but there's a lot of work too. So be careful there. Now, do you have for, for your shows, uh, do, do you mention the host you use? Do you not? I, oh, I yeah. Yeah. I, I use Buzzsprout for three of my shows. And then four of my other shows, I use the Spotify for podcasters, formerly known as Anchor. So those are my seven shows. Okay. I use uh, I use Libsyn. Great. Shows. And the other one is uh, the, the Popcorn and Whiskey, which I haven't done a whole lot with the pa- podcasting part of it because it's mostly live streaming on different platforms. But the it's, it's called... Um, um, callcast.co. It's, it's, it's a new one out there as well. Um, I'm one of the first ones that, to use it. So I, I don't know if it's out of beta testing or not, but it's, it's, it's free. And I'll, t- I'll tell you that is, does it have some bugs? Yeah. Is it the most beneficial one out there? I don't know. Um, and, and I use it just because the popcorn and whiskey wasn't designed to be spread everywhere yet. And it will be, but just not yet because right now I'm just having fun with it, just doing live streaming with it. Nice. I like it. It's great. Uh, live streaming is another thing I haven't tried yet. Uh, a lot of b- buttons to push and things to do and chats and all this, but uh, it's it sounds like an exciting thing. I like listening and being a part of an audience for, for people who live stream. Any tips for a new live streamer at all? <laughs> live streaming. Wow. That's it, it's, it, As a matter of fact, I was talking to uh, somebody about this the other day. They say, well, how do you do it? I said, I just get on and talk. They said, but you don't talk to anybody. You're right. There is an art form. You don't have anybody to talk to. And then the, the if people comment on, on, on as you're doing it, then you have to maneuver uh, answering the the, 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 the the comments and talking at the same time because the comments are a little lag, maybe a 30-second lag. So you're maybe out to a different subject, and people are commenting what you did a few minutes ago or a, few, you know, a minute ago. Yeah. So if you're going to – engage with your audience that's a whole different ball game but if you just want to live stream you're going to make mistakes it's live you're going to make mistakes just be be willing to 
move forward with them. Say, oops, sorry about that. Like, like one time I'm sitting here during a live stream and I heard gunshots. What, what sounded like gunshots. And I'm looking over because I live in the middle of nowhere. And there's an elementary school maybe a quarter mile away. And I saw what looked like two headlights at the elementary school. This is at midnight. I'm just, I'm just on there just talking away. And I'm looking through my window and I can see two headlights at the school. I was like, this is a Saturday night. There shouldn't be anybody at the elementary school. So I go, I, I leave the podcast while the live stream is going on. After I said there's gunshots and, and, and I'm, I'm gone for like five minutes. I went out to my front house, the front of my house, looking around. And what it ended up being is I never noticed this before. Uh, now, where the two gunshots came from, I don't know. Now, again, I'm in the middle of the country, so who knows? Some 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 uh, farmer guy might have just threw out some firecrackers or something or just shot two yeah. shots out here because it happens all the time here. But the, the headlights I was seeing was from a farmhouse that was about another half mile away that I never noticed before. It looked like it was coming from the school parking lot, but it wasn't. But the whole thing was I was gone for five or ten minutes, and I came back on screen because the live stream is still going on. And I had people commenting, are you okay? What's going on? Talk to us. Well, I wasn't in the room, but it is part of it. And so you just have to go with the flow when you live stream. Yeah. Some people think, well, I don't, I don't game. I'm not a gamer either. You know, I get on, I live stream on Twitch, uh, YouTube and, and Facebook. Those are my three platforms. I live when I do, I call my triple casting. I don't game. I just get down there and talk about whatever I want to talk about. Nice. Amazing. I love it. That's great. Uh, the one thing you you gave me a great joke, which I shared with my wife about how us here in Canada got our name. I went upstairs right away and told my <laughs> wife she loved it. She, she, you know, she's told 10 friends, you know, that kind of thing. Can you share the joke about how Canada got its name? Because you do it much better than I can. So it's not a joke. This is the it's not, true. Not, it's a truth. True. Okay. A long time ago, when the first settlers came to Canada, I don't even know Canada history, all right? So I don't even know what year it was established. But all the settlers came in. They loved, they loved the land. They said, you know, this is a beautiful land here. We're exploring everything. Sitting around one night around the campfire, said, we got to call this beautiful place something. What are we going to call it? And they're racking their brains. They're coming up all these different names. And one guy says, you know what? Let's take all the letters of the alphabet, throw them into a hat, and the first three letters we pull out, that's what we'll call our Canada. That's what we'll call our our, our nation. They yeah. said, okay, let's go. The guy puts out the letters in the in the bag, mixes them up, and then one guy reaches in there, pulls out a letter. He goes, C-A. The next one was N-A. The next one was D-A. So that's how Canada got its name, eh? C-N-D. <laughs> there you go. I love it. I, that's the best. That's the best. I, that's a great story. I, yeah. I've been telling everybody. I like that. I knew I knew you had to do it because you you told me and I want to give full credit to you for sharing that it was really good. Um, so okay, before we go, uh, I because I want to honor your time as well. Again, shout out for your podcasts and where we can connect with you. And then after that, I have one more question for you. Um, and I do would love to have you back again and again for people who are looking for voiceover work. You do got to reach out to Andrew right away and and get it get in his calendar. Uh, but again, where we find your podcast and connect with you. And then I got one more question. Okay. Uh, you can search on YouTube, Top Fitness Strategies, or you can go to topfitnessstrategies.com as well. It links over there. Or you can go to andrewpaletto.com. Now, both of those sites are in the process of being updated. So if you go there now or whenever you listen to this, if it looks archaic, it's my totally my fault. I do everything myself, and i just been too lazy to, to update them. But they all the links work, and it's going to go to where you need to go. Again, Top Fitness Strategies, 
dot com. Um, and if you just want to go to the podcast, topfitnessstrategies.com slash podcast. See, I'm 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 real Smart. creative. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I love it. And uh, for your podcast, is there a, sp a spot that we could start at? Where would we go for our first time listening to your show? The beginning, the, the most recent, where should we start? Well, the, the top fitness strategies, it's it's an ongoing thing. It's it's not a, a series or anything. So you can start anywhere you want to because uh, I have all cover. I cover all kinds of subjects. And the same with popcorn and whiskey. I do the live stream. It's on a YouTube channel as well. Just type in popcorn and whiskey and you'll find it. Uh, that does not have a website yet. Uh, okay. But you can follow me on, on Facebook and 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 uh, you, once again when I when I live stream it's on my Facebook page as well as well. So okay. popcorn and whiskey or top fitness strategies and and no you do not have to start at any particular spot. Just jump in and have fun listening. Okay, for my last question for you, and again, I, again, I'd love to have you come back in the future and let's talk more podcasting. I really appreciate your wisdom and your knowledge and. The, the, the length of time you've been podcasting, it's great because a lot of my podcast guests come on and they're brand new. They've been doing this for a week, a month, a year. And to have someone with your background and experience, I just want to thank you for that. Uh, but for you, if there was one thing you hear podcasters say that you wish they would stop saying because it's really not true, is there something that you hear in podcast circles that you're like, can we please just stop saying this because it's really not helping new podcasters to to start or grow or continue with their podcast? Is there anything that you're like, please stop saying that? Uh, that's a that's a that's a good question. You know, the uh, um, I, and and I don't know if they're how they're saying this, but you don't have to be fancy. Quit being fancy. Just be you. You know, do you have to have guests? No. And and when you do, just have fun with them. Uh, and I, I don't know if I'm answering your questions right. Cause I, yeah. it's, there's, there's nothing that it comes to the top of my head that I, I hear podcasters say all the time that just drives me up the wall. I, 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 I just can't think of that because I guess if there is, um, I don't listen to that podcast anymore. The, the ones I listen to are just people who are authentic, just being themselves and talking about what they know. Yeah. For me, it would be that if you don't have a thousand listens in seven days for each episode, you're not a success. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, is that, uh, I'm like, come on. Uh, come yeah. on. Really? There's like 99% of the podcasters don't have that. So don't. Right. So different. who is going to start a podcast if that's the minimum? Like you think of the ride height when you go to the, the rides at an amusement park and they have that sign saying you must be this tall to go on this ride. If you're saying to podcasters, new podcasters, that you are not a success if you don't hit that number and you can't be a part of podcasting, so stop. I think that's scary for new people who have 10 listens and they walk into a room and they hear people say that they get, a, they get 10 listens in a second. It's mm -hmm. like, come on. I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up because I'm not going to be at that level. So can we stop saying that, please? And let's bring more people into podcasting to make all of podcasting better. Mm -hmm. And your metric is your metric and whatever works for you and motivates you, great. But don't say that that's the minimum that everyone else has to meet your your standard. I just I just go away from that. So You're 1,000% right. Never, ever, ever think that uh, it's just because you don't have the same downloads as uh, right now top in our industry is, is Joe Rogan. 
you know, no one's going to have what Joe Rogan has. You know, whether whether you like his content or not, you're not going to have that. You know, go with the what what the, the the Joe Lunch Bucket, or look in the mirror and say, okay, I want to, I want to, I want to be equal to the guy I'm looking at in the mirror. Right. That's it. Yeah. Have fun with it. If you're not having fun, don't do it because it's it is work. Yes, but at the same time, you have to enjoy it because podcasting is a labor of love. If you ask me, it's 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 something that <laughs> it's 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 not a get rich quick scheme. I'll tell you that right now. But yeah. it's it's enjoyable. You can have a lot of good time. You can meet interesting people all over the world with it. And that's what that's what's good about it. I love it. Um, thank you so much for making time to be on the podcast. Again, the door is always open. I would love to have you back. And for the How to Podcast family listening today, please go over and check out the podcast. Support Andrew and and give him all your love, your support, your follows, your likes, your shares, whatever that is. And uh, let everybody know if you're looking for a great fitness podcast and you want a great host that's going to love and serve you well, you just found them. So welcome. Thank you so much for being part of the podcast. It's great. Have me. Hey, it's Dave jumping on here at the end. I hope you're doing well. Thank you for listening to the How to Podcast series. Putting this out there for you. You're starting a podcast and you're like, Dave, the technology is giving me a headache. This editing thing is... I don't know. It's banana pants. I can't figure it all out. Um, and you're thinking, if there was somebody who could help me with my podcast, I would pay them to do the editing for me. Guess what? I'm actually doing that. I have clients now, past guests who've been on the show, on one of my other podcasts, on this podcast. I'm doing some podcast consulting. I'm doing podcast editing. I'm helping with people launching their podcast, getting it, all the technology stuff, all getting your podcast and all the players, helping you with your YouTube channel, your website. Oh, it just goes on and on. It goes on and on. And I would love to help you. So instead of going to Fiverr or Upwork, I've I've been on there. I keep trying to get on for jobs and nobody's paying attention to me. And I'm... I need attention. (laughs) I would rather work with you as a listener of the show. So here's what I'm saying. Go to howtopodcast.ca, leave me a voice message, tell me what you need, and let's work out something that works for you and your budget. And if you need full service or you just need something quick like a drive-through type service, I'm there for you. I got you. And if you like what you hear on any of my seven podcasts, I can do that for you. I can't, and I'd love to work with you because you are amazing. And I'm there to help you, whatever you need. Howtopodcast.ca. Reach out, let me know what I can do to help you with your podcast. Thank you for listening. Catch you on the next episode. Take care.